Greetings fans, welcome to Shy Lounge. I'm your host Shinblade. Sit on down, relax, kick your shoes off, tune up or turn out or whatever the uh, young people say because I got another episode for you in the works. Right now I'm just sitting here uh, in the lab as I call it now since I uh, cook up a lot of episodes and also do a lot of brainstorming here. Just uh, sitting back drinking uh, natural ginger ale. I actually... uh, been relaxing for the last couple weeks except for one day which was uh this past weekend just just been uh taking some time off you know recharging the batteries because uh for those who know shinblade i run around so much uh networking reporting interviewing um so the batteries was were getting kind of drained a little bit but so when you when that happens to you you have to uh kind of relax unwind just throw everything to the side and just uh i think i already said it before relax unwind i'm sorry uh this ginger ale has a little kick to it uh no alcohol but i I just love it so i keep smacking my lips but anyway um memorial day was this past weekend i had a great time relaxing also uh i had a great time in new york city again uh another uh adventure as i would put it but this time it was in queens new york and brie combination wrestling bcw out of out of queens at the elks lodge uh big shout out to them they've been very uh instrumental in this episode but i'm gonna get into that a little bit later well then again while we're on the episode and talking about the interview i just want to be uh thankful right now because lucha underground is back as of this recording it is back on TV after a hiatus. I get my Lucha Fix on every week. Um, you know, for those who are wrestling fans and haven't watched Lucha Underground, it is amazing. It's on Netflix for those who are in the United States, uh, the UK, Canada, Mexico, and some other parts of the world. I hope it spreads out worldwide. Yeah, because uh, I am so thankful that the show has come back. Uh, I've been having Lucha withdrawals. As of late, um, I miss seeing John Morrison. I miss uh, Johnny Mundo, excuse me. Miss seeing Taya. Miss seeing Sexy Star. Uh, who else can I name? Paul London, who was just on the show. Phoenix, Katrina, Mil Muertes. I miss all of them uh, on my TV screen. Even though I did see them at WrestleCon and, and I had a good time uh, meeting a lot of them. Check me out on Instagram at Sensational One. You'll catch a lot of those pictures. Uh, back WrestleMania weekend at WrestleCon, uh, many many Lucha people, and also a shout out to uh, Evilise, who is a uh, Zen friend of mine, uh, who I do enjoy. Uh, she has nothing but the kindest words, even though she is quote unquote the baddest bitch in the ring. Um, so I had to give a shout out to her because she was uh, very friendly. Uh, at WrestleCon, she even gave me a, a Java drink. Uh, I don't know if you see that in the photo, but she held it for me while I did the shy hand, so uh, it was great doing that. But anyway, uh, let's get into this episode. This episode, I interview the number one contender to the Lucha Underground Championship uh, as of this episode and recording of Lucha Underground and of Shy Lounge, Willie Mack. Chocolate Thunder himself. Now, I recently uh, got up with Willie in New York right before the uh, Brie Combination uh, wrestling show. And we sat down and we talked about a vast uh, 
myriad of subjects. Um, you know, one thing I got to say about Willie is that he's a very, very soft-spoken guy, but he's a very uh, driven uh, wrestler slash athlete. Um, one of the nicest guys you ever meet in the business. Um, I felt like I connected with him on uh, on personal level because of uh, his background. You know, not not only growing up in South Central California. I didn't I didn't grow up in South Central California, but having a family that uh, has country origins per se. Um. So we uh, sat down uh, right before the show, and then also a shout out to my uh, assistant uh, J Omega. Who sat in with me? Um, you know, he had a couple of uh, tidbits. You couldn't hear him in the interview, but he did have his little laughs and whatever. Um, I got to bring him on to the show because I want people to know who he is. Um, he's a young, aspiring wrestler and also uh, assistant of Shy Lounge Shinblade, at least my New York leg assistant. Um, so uh, he's, he's very learning. Uh, very willing and able. So shout out to Evan Ginsberg for uh, having us to connect. Um, before I get into the interview, I have a special shout out to uh, Chicago, Illinois, who I just got contacted about going out there and networking through a, uh, a classmate of mine through my high school in uh, Virginia. So uh, I'm considering going to Chicago, Illinois uh, to do some uh, networking there. So if you have the Chicago uh, fan of Shy Lounge or wrestling period I'll be out there I'd love to see you guys take pictures uh, whatever even attend the AAW show because I hear they do so much out there uh, great company I often get them confused with AIW which is in Cleveland which is another place I gotta go to uh, so so shout out to them meanwhile a couple of notes about Willie Mac uh, I do want to share Willie is the third person of Lucha Underground has ever been on the show. I'm a Lucha Underground fan. Uh, I have been in it since day one, and I told uh, a lot of people in Baltimore about the show, and they turned on to it and they loved it. And some of them thanked me, some of them didn't. Uh, as far as being an alternative to WWE, Ring of Honor, TNA, whatever they don't like. Also at the show, I want to give a shout out to. Um, Fred Schreiber, one of the members of the WAC Pack of uh, Howard Stern show, him and I ran to each other. Uh, there wasn't a picture that we had, but uh, really, I think at the next uh, show on June 23rd, we're going to do that. And probably I'm going to have a sit down with him and talk about uh, how he became to be. But, uh, oh, even more notes. Um, this summer, I am going to be uh, not working as hard, even though that's a lie. Um, I'm going to be taking a small break in between episodes. Uh, I'm going to be traveling, going around, uh, meeting people. Chicago is one of them. Um, also, uh, San Diego, Houston, Texas. I'm going to be on the road a lot. So, uh, if you want to catch me, catch me on my Twitter at Sensational One. Same handle as my Instagram. Also, in New York City, which I love to announce, there will be another Battle Club Pro show. Uh, Bronx Bronx-based company, which features uh, three individuals from WWE UK, which is Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, and I'm, I'm forgetting again Tyler Bate. They will be in Brooklyn, New York, August 11th. Go to Battle Club Pro on Twitter, 
Facebook and Instagram, get more information. Uh, I I am honored to be a part of the show. Love to meet the guys. And if I could, I would get an interview. But then again, a man can only dream. But before we get to that interview, I do have a uh, musical number. And it's inspired by video games. Um, for people who know Shinblade, you know, you know he loves video games. There's a lot of wrestlers that love video games. And I wanted to put this guy out because he is a wrestling and video game fan. His name is John Cell. I forget where he's uh, based out of, so I assume that it's the East Coast. I can tell you right after the interview. And the song that he had, that he posted on the SoundCloud, is called Final Fight, which is inspired by the video game. But uh, if you like the if you like the song, go to a SoundCloud page at John Cell. He's willing to uh, give more, contribute more to Shy Lounge. I'm willing to take in more and put it out there for people to listen to. So, with that being said, let's listen to Final Fight by John Cell before the interview with Willie Mack.
Alright, so I'm here with uh, Lucha Underground star Willie Mack, all the way from was it South Side, South Central. South Central, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you a West Side dude, just like me. Yeah. Honolulu, Hawaii. You know, we Polynesian. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here at uh, Breed Combination, uh, Bree Combination Wrestling in Queens, New York. This is your first time uh, here at Bree. Yep. Uh, how you like Queens so far? It's been cool so far. A lot of nice shops and food places and stuff like that. And I'm just waiting for the wrestling to start to see how it is. Oh, what's your favorite place out here? White Castle. They got White Castle in New York? Of course. Oh, you bought that You bought that life? You bought that green? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. But, man, I, I, I uh, thank you for being on this podcast. Um, you know, I've been a Lucha believer since day one. Uh, you're friends of uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Shane Strickland, yeah. and uh, also Big Rick, who I haven't met yet. yet. Yeah. So, but just tell me, uh, what you, what's going on with Lucha, man? Because um, as of this recording, it's coming back. It's coming back this week, and you got that match with uh, Johnny Mundo. Yeah. Uh, was it all night long match? Yep. So, yeah, just tell me uh, how you like Lucha. It's fun to different. And it's like something new that I think wrestling fans needed mm-hmm. a long time coming because it's only been like two companies to watch out for really. And now New Japan barely getting on American TV, but it seems like the one that's making the most noise is the newest one that's barely been out, what, two, three years now? Yeah, uh, Lucy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just now I got on Netflix and like everybody's loving it. Um, yeah, like, we the only wrestling company to do that too. No other wrestling company ever like got a chance to be on Netflix, and there we are. We on the thing. Netflix, North America, South America. Hopefully, worldwide pretty soon after they see how good it does on Netflix. I thought it was already worldwide with Netflix. Hey, I think it's just in uh, America, Canada, and Mexico for right now. I don't think they streamed it to the UK or Germany yet, unless they did, and I don't know about it. Well, I'm glad that it's on Netflix because I've been telling everybody about Lucha on El Rey and some company, some people with certain cable companies don't have it. I've been talking about you and I've been talking about Trina, uh, Johnny Mundo, especially you uh, being this powerful brother uh, from South Central and putting stunners on everybody. Yeah, that's what I do. Like, has Stone Cold contacted you about stealing his move or something? It ain't stealing nothing. It's simple. It don't matter if you're fat, tall, skinny, or small. I have to pick you up to do it. All I have to do is hit it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, has he contacted you at all? Just being like, yo, nice stunners and everything that Yeah, he like it. He approved it because he watched the little channel around. So, yeah, that was my idol growing up. So, I might as well keep it going. Well, you know, because he got uh, a little upset with uh, John Cena when he adopted it. That he does a springboard stunner. And he was like, you know, it's... He, he uh, disliked it because it did knock the person out for the pen. So I'm guessing with you is different. When you do the stunner, you lay people out. Yeah. Like you're supposed to. It's not just something you throw out. Just Thank like you. just to try to do it. You got to do it and make it mean something. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm just now learning about you when uh, you were introduced with uh, Big Rick and uh, Shane Strickland as being your cousin of Rick, I think. Yep. Um, you know, uh, tell me about your beginnings, though. My beginnings as in starting off wrestling, like which one of Well, just starting off wrestling in general, like when you were growing up, like what inspired you to get into wrestling? Well, 
seeing if I could do it because a lot of people had dreams coming up in the hood and mine was always becoming a wrestler and people said I wouldn't do it. I'm like, all right, you'll see. And I, that made me go even harder and do research and find a wrestling school and actually went and trained and learned how to wrestle. And 11 years later, I'm on national TV getting flown across the country, across the world. And I'm a dude from South Central that wasn't supposed to be doing none of that. So you saw a lot in South Central growing up, uh, you know, a lot of gangs and murders, and it's not just like what they put out on TV with, you know, the whole uh, NWA and gangster rapping. Like this was this was actually real stuff. Yeah, but certain parts that had bad people in it, but like you had the good and the bad in the same community. It wasn't like that all the time, but when it happened, it would happen. Okay. And I saw that and I was like, I don't want to be a part of it. Like, I represent where I'm from, but I don't want to be labeled like a bad person or a gang member or anything drug dealer, stupid like that. Because I want people to, when I'm walking down the street, let them know they don't have to cross the street when I'm walking on the same side of the street or clutch their purse or something. Like, people in my neighborhood, when they see me, like, that's, that's Willie Mack. He used to be a little kid talking about he's going to go around and be a wrestler be on TV and he did it and that's a good thing to hear instead of hearing bad stories about you like all oh, that Willie Mackey ain't no good he's still in this he's killing that and yeah it's a good thing to know people saying good stuff about you even though you ain't been in your neighborhood in like years but you still be like Willie Mack grew up around here so how was it I mean going back to the neighborhood after the whole Lucha and you know the uh to the, the fame and whatnot you know because I know I know Lucha did a lot like for a lot of people yeah well, it's the same old thing to me. I still go around and wrestle and do my normal daily routine and playing video games and eating food and whatnot. <laughs> and it ain't changed me that much. It's cool. It's crazy when you go to like a supermarket and people be like, ain't you the Mac from Lucha Underground or Willie Mac from this and that? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they were like, oh, man. The funniest thing was one dude, man, my chick was eating food. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was an open window, like... Mom and Pop Diner, dude was on his phone and he glanced and he looked again. He ran in and said, hey, you Willie Mack? I'm like, yeah. He was like, oh, hold on, Mama, I'm going to have to hang up. I just met Willie Mack. And he hung up the phone with his mama and took a picture with me and made his day, I guess. I'm like, damn, I'm just a normal-ass dude like everybody else. I don't see why y'all excited about it. But it, You know, I think it's the power of TV sometimes. I mean... You know, I, I just do this small podcast. You know, I'm a small man with a brand, and I go around and I conduct these interviews. And sometimes people come up to me from Canada and it's like, I, I heard your stuff. And I'm like, really? You did? You know, living in Baltimore, like, I never thought that certain people would hear this. So, you know, being Willie Mack and Willie Mack's fans, you know, they're going to hear it and they're going, some people are going to come back to me and say, well, I'm a fan of Willie Mack ever since he was probably gay high or something. So, um, you also, you, you wrestle for a lot of West Coast companies, I believe. Yeah. Like, uh, one, I, I have this feeling with your email is with Juggalo, that you wrestle for uh, Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, JCW, Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Is that still one? Yeah. Okay. I did a show last year with him at the gathering with me versus Congo Kong versus Jeff Hardy for the JCW World Championship. How was Congo Kong? He was cool, big dude. Like he, like I seen him on TNA and he just moves. Like I'm afraid to just be next to him because because the way he moves. Like you do moves also. Like you do planches off the uh, uh, off the uh, top. 
like you know, going out the ringside. You, you Kongo Kong, Keith Lee, uh, who's incredible, and I can't name any other big guys that do it though. These are three big black guys I just named. Hmm. Another dude is Tommy Lou from uh, ADML in North Carolina. Timmy Lou Retton? There we go, him. <laughs> I met him a couple of times. I ain't, he's not that big. He's not small either. No, yeah. no. But it's weird because he's a gymnastics dude. And you wouldn't expect that from a dude looking like him or me. He could bust off shooting stars off the top and do like handsprings, backflips, and all that other crazy shit. So. Yeah, something to look out for, something different. Shout out to my friend uh, Tommy Thomas down in North Carolina. He contacted me uh, at WrestleCon, which I did miss you at WrestleCon at, uh, in Orlando, you know, because a friend of mine took pictures with you. Oh. Uh, um, uh, what's her ring name? Uh, Layla Sent. Oh, okay. She took pictures with you, uh, Puerto Rican woman. I probably remember if I saw the face, but you got a lot of women chasing chasing you, don't you? Nah, not really. <laughs> they 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 not back in the mat. I'm pretty sure they trying to back it, but ain't nothing happening. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't want to put yourself out there, but you got a little some somebody, or you just yeah, yeah, of course. You, know, yeah, you don't you don't want to you don't want to be going around just be no. messing around with everybody. Nah, but uh, anyway, with the Lucha thing season three, what 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 uh, should I expect? You just expect new rivalries, a lot of brand new faces coming up, and basically keeping it hot for everything we've been known for is changing the game up right now in wrestling. It ain't the same old song and dance every Monday, Tuesday. It's out there. We out there Wednesday, and every time you see a person on our roster, it's like they all have a purpose. And none of them is just like out there to get like squashed or nothing stupid like that. Every single person, no matter who it is on the roster, looks strong when they're out there for that hour. Wait a minute. I've seen people get squashed by uh, Bill Martez. Yeah, and they and, came back. And look at death. Yeah, they came back. I mean, I'm, I'm going to see some dudes being squashed by Willie Mack, too. Yeah. I, I think I already have, I think I already have uh, seen it before. Yeah, probably. I don't remember. It wasn't like a bad thing. But it happens. It'll be something worth watching. Okay, okay. Well, um, I meant to ask you this when we were talking earlier about growing up in South Central California, but who who are the guys that you that you looked up to, uh, you know, when when you were watching wrestling that made you inspired to get into wrestling? Of course, Hulk Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior, Bret Hart was my favorite. Flash Funk. Flash uh, Funk is your favorite? Yeah. I'm a two cold Scorpio guy. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, who else? Yeah, a lot of folks out there was putting in work. Booker T. And, uh, Isn't he awesome? Yeah. He's cool. I met him at WrestleMania weekend. And he, I was surprised the hell out of me. He knew who I was. You yeah. just met him at WrestleMania this year? Yeah. I, I seen that dude like six times a year. And like him and Stevie Ray. Oh. Because Stevie Ray don't he wrestle at Wildcat Wrestling out in uh, Louisiana? Um, I don't know if he's with um, Luke Hawks and Wildcat, but Stevie Ray, the brother of Booker T, um, he does reality wrestling. I think Harlem Heat wrestled and they retired when when they wrestled the Heavenly the new Heavenly Bodies, hmm. um, you know, for the tag belts. I think they won it and then they retired hmm. uh, because they've been around for like so long. So Stevie, you know, he has a pod, he has a show, uh, Straight Shooting. 
and I listen to it every now and then whenever I get a chance and stuff. So I would love like to throw your name out there and see you know get you on the show. Yeah, I'm not a booker or anything like that, yeah, but uh, Booker T he's he's just been awesome and uh, doing uh, he's doing so many positive things. Mm-hmm. You know, other than uh, WWE, like he has his uh, radio show. I haven't read his book yet, mm-hmm. but uh, every time I see him, man, he's always like seeing family again. Yeah. So um, anyway, I I do ha- I do ask this for a lot of people. But um, as far as you being a wrestler, do you have any inspiring words to uh, show uh, to say to uh, people who are fans of yours and want to get into the business? Hey, just know it ain't easy and don't give up. Cause I knew first thing I wanted to do was to be a wrestler, and I had set goals on it. If this didn't work out, I said I was going to be a ninja. But this <laughs> one turned out pretty good, and. Yeah. Yeah, if you got that dream, just keep going after it. Don't sit on your ass either because it ain't just going to come to you. You got to get out, search, look for it, and find a place where you can achieve it and uh, keep going and see what happens. Because I'm here 11 years later, and I'm still relevant and getting book places. So anything can happen for you if it happens for me. You seriously thought you were going to be a ninja? Yeah. Like a career ninja? Like you're going to be like Beverly Hills ninja? Uh, probably not like him, but just be a ninja <laughs> around, taking care of business like I'm supposed to. Okay, so you're so you're a Zen student like me. You walk stealth and you know stay beyond, stay uh, in the shadows. Well, we got that automatically as black folks. If you know somebody <laughs> some money, you know you're gonna sneak up on them somehow. When you catch them that one day, you know it's that one day you're gonna run into them. And sure enough, you're gonna be ready for them. You're gonna make sure they don't see you until you want them to see you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We know, like, um, I hate to throw a stereotype, stereotype out there, but when we need some money, we'll, we'll, we'll raise up on you, try to figure out where it is. Yep. But um, thank you very much, Willie. Uh, also, one more thing, let me get your uh, links for people to reach you on social media, and maybe some future dates if you got any. If people want to catch you somewhere. Uh, all my future dates is on my calendar at the house. <laughs> I had to buy a calendar and put all my dates up there since I was getting booked a lot. Mm-hmm. But I posted up on my Facebook. Find me at Willie Mac. But I think my Facebook page, I have too many friends, so I made a like page and it's official Willie Mac. Go like that. You got a blue check? Uh, on Facebook? Not yet. Okay. I got a blue check on Twitter at Willie underscore Mac. I'm trying to get one. Yeah, Instagram, Willie underscore Mac. Hit me up on the, uh, what else is it? I got a Twitch page. Oh, yeah, you play a lot of video games. Yep. What, name, name, I mean, I hate to jump this interview all over, but name some of the games that you be playing. Uh, Overwatch, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, Infinite Warfare, Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefield 1, Mad Max a lot, uh, Mortal Kombat XL, Good Lord. Double May Cry, J-Stars Battle, uh, Evil Within, and a bunch of other games that I got that I can't really remember. Oh, the Order 1886, I think it is. Don't forget uh, Street Fighter uh, that you were playing just before this interview. Yeah, it's that too. And then um, you know they're coming out with another one, right? Oh yeah, Street Fighter and Capcom. Yep. I gotta and catch I up. gotta try to get uh, what is it? Injustice Two that just came out, but I'm gonna wait till the Game of the Year edition come out because everybody else paying for DLCs and all other crap. 
That's what I did with Mortal Kombat XL. You wait until the game of the year edition come out so all the DLC stuff is already here. You're a very smart dude when it comes to video games because I do the same thing too. Yeah, because it's like they get you when they first come out. You're like, oh, get this downloadable character for this much. And a year later, come up, you look. All that stuff you pay for, people off the street is getting it for free. <laughs> and I'm one of those people. <laughs> so, um, I, I try to play video games myself, though, but I'm just so busy networking and reaching out to people and trying to figure out what next shows that I go to. Even Shelton Benjamin gave me crap over it last show. Uh, last BCW show, he gave me crap over. He's like, man, you gotta start playing video games again. So the whole Nintendo Switch has been going crazy. The crazy thing that I find right now is that the old Nintendo came out. It was like a little mini Nintendo. Oh yeah, they brought it back. And they stopped making them. Cause they sold out. What's wrong with that? They're making all the money. Like, eh, why not make some more money? I mean, you got a good thing that's coming out. I can't buy one now. That's the thing, it exceeded their expectations because they thought people were going to realize Nintendo was crap because they felt disappointed with the Wii and the Wii U. The Wii was revolutionary in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had a lot of games like that in the handheld uh, Wii U. No, it was the thing before, they had a stylus they came up with. It was like two screens. Oh, the... The DS. Yeah. That's what it was. It had a stop smoking game and yoga game and all that stuff. Like, they did. They had a stop smoking game. That's what killed Nintendo. That's why everybody was like, I'd rather stick with PlayStation or Xbox because they're going to put out mature games. And you knew back in the day, if you wanted to have some kid-friendly games, you go with the Nintendo. But if you wanted to like bloody games and the violent stuff, you had to go with PlayStation or Xbox. Or Sega Genesis. Yes, yes, because one of my favorite games, E-Squat, back in the day. But, um... Oh, my Pit Fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to spend money to get the PS4, which I really don't feel like doing. I still want to do this and uh, go around. I don't want to be sitting at home playing PS4. That's why I can't come to good places like Bree Combination Wrestling and other places. So, don't do it. You'll be like me and get mad at yourself, because right when I bought a PS3, the PS4 came out, and then... I got lucky and got a PS4, but now it's like, you know, it's almost that time for PS5 to come out. Really? It's a, they, they're getting close. It's oh. almost that time, but we'll see what happens after E3. Okay, well, I got to check E3 out, but meanwhile, thank you for the DLC content that we just did. Um, we're going to link up soon, and uh, hopefully, you know, I'm going to get this out. You retweet it. Uh, thanks to Breed Combination Wrestling, Willie Mack, Lucha Underground. I love you guys. Oh, Luch yeah. Buy my shirts on ProWrestlingTimes.com. <laughs> Willie Mack. Yeah, go get them. I don't bring them to shows because it costs too much to check bags. I got to check bags because I'm a wrestler and carry extra shit. So, <laughs> do me a favor. Buy it online so I don't have to carry a big-ass bag to every show. It ships international, too, so you ain't got no excuse. I'm sorry, but that's funny as hell because a lot of the wrestlers bring in the big boxes and, uh, and they have to lug that. They have to check and pay for it. Oh, no, no. And no. our black ass is trying to make and save money, not spend it every time. <laughs> I got three shows this weekend. You don't, have, you don't have like many kids like Antonio Camargo, do you? No. Okay. Because, you know, when you said that statement, I was thinking about another wrestler that got like five kids still doing this. Well, God bless them. That's awesome. <laughs> 
Well, anyway, thank you very much, Willie Mac. You're the third person that uh, Lucha Underground has been on my show. Uh, it's been an honor. We, I want to talk video games with you later on. Uh, we link up again. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. So, thank you very much. Thanks for listening, and I'm out. Another one down, so many to go. Man, I really enjoyed that interview. Thanks to Willie Mac from Lucha Underground for sitting down with me and, uh, you know, as they say, excuse my language, but shooting the shit. Um, as I say again, great guy. He went against uh, Darius Carter at, at Bree for the Tier 1 uh, championship. Uh, he lost the match, and, you know, we talked afterwards. We cracked a lot of jokes uh, after the show. So I can't really... I can't wait to see him again. Um, so if he's ever in your town, uh, just tell him that you, that Shinblade sent you, uh, that you heard shy lounge. And most importantly, tell him that you like Lucha underground, but be truthful when you do that. Oh man. Anyway, um, I'm having so much fun doing uh shy lounge, just reflecting while I was listening to the interview. Then plus I was just watching a movie in between time called Requiem for a Dream, something that uh, myself and New York sports writer uh, Brian Ravello was just talking about at the last Tier 1 show back in April. So, um, you know, great movie in 1999. Marlon Wayans played a very serious role, no comedy in it. Um, so I recommend that. Anyway, I have to give another shout out to uh, a lot of the ladies. I'm getting a lot of female attention ever since I posted about female wrestling fans on Twitter. Uh, the reverse of Randy Orton's dive tweet. These are more positive, talking about loving women who like wrestling. Uh, I would say so myself that I should have uh, saw this one, saw these women like when I was growing up in school. You know, back then when wrestling was a nerd sport, professional wrestling. Ladies, if you want to get with uh, Shinblade, just uh, hit me on the DMs on Instagram and on Twitter. Sensational one. Same spelling. You can't miss it. Just type in Shinblade. You'll see me, the uh, glasses, everything. So hit me on the DMs. Okay. Anyway, um, next week I will be having a very, very busy weekend. June 9th, I'll be at MCW. Uh, featuring Jack Swagger, or should I say FKA Jack Swagger, James Storm, Kevin Matthews, Gail Kim, and also Johnny Crab Cakes from Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Uh, check on him because he recently went down with an injury. Uh, great guy, big, big wrestling fan. On the 10th, I will be at Legends of the Ring convention in New Jersey. I'll be going up to New Jersey. And I will be Atlantic City that night to catch SWF Pro Wrestling, Alberto El Patron versus Penta El, uh, Penta El Zero. That, that's how you say it. The former Pentagon Jr. Also, FKA Jack Swagger will be there. Also, Taya, TJ Marconi, the leader of the boot party, and many others. On June 11th, I'll be in Brooklyn, New York. For Tier 1 Wrestling, my home brand, my home promotion, should I say, which features FKA Jack Swagger again, three days straight, man. Homicide, Evolve Star, ACH. So it's going to be a very busy weekend for me. Uh, you know, I had to recharge the battery. So if you, if you hit me up on social media and I don't respond to you, that's because I'm recharging the batteries. But I'll do so at my quickest convenience. So with that being said... I'm out of natural ginger ale. I got to go out and get some more. 
Thank you for those who listen. Thank you for those who tuned in. And as I say, always, if you like what you hear, tell a friend, subscribe to it on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, (laughs) subscribe to it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, whatever, wherever it is, podcast is being uh, distributed. I can't talk because uh, my ginger ale is out. If you like what you see on social media, like please click on the button follow me please i can i can use the follows i can use the interactions i love it and if you don't like my material pass it on to somebody who eventually will that's all it is to it i'm not the greatest thing since sliced bread i will i will give you my uh i will give you my faults it is a journey that i have i love doing it and i love interacting with people as well so with that being said i am the sensational one I'm out of ginger ale. I got to go to get another one. So I'm ending this episode. No more talking to hit me up. My thumb would do better than my tongue. So thank you very much. And I'm out. I want to, I want to.